Staying in Contact. I'm London Mitchell. After more than 50 years on the local airwaves doing radio news, I've come to appreciate the efforts of grassroots organizations that fight hard to make our community a better place to live. A group that I have been following is called Lake Erie Advocates. Perhaps you've seen their billboards around town? The group has constantly argued that the waste from large animal factory farms continues to pollute Lake Erie, resulting in the ongoing problem with algal blooms. Now, you may remember, it was nine years ago this week that Toledo water was shut off. Lake Erie Advocate says that since then, even more of the so-called factory farms have been allowed in our watershed. My guest is Sue Carter. She works at organizing public awareness events for Lake Erie Advocates. I asked her, who is not getting the message, the public or our elected officials? Oh, Lon, it's, it's the politicians. The people get this. I mean, how much better proof can you have when every year our lake turns green and toxic? You can't have your dog go in the water. You can't launch your boat without going through slime. That is the evidence that the people see all the time. Now, our job is just to keep saying who's at fault. And clearly, someone's at fault. And clearly, someone hasn't changed anything. The politicians belong to the the big business or big ag. They are not going to stop the problem. The problem is the factory farms. People make money. Factory farms make money. Politicians like money and it's not going to stop. And so our, our role is just to keep pushing the issue and knowing that the lakes, unfortunately, will be backing us up every year. For those listening who are not familiar with the issue concerning factory farms. Well, um, a factory farm is confined. Uh, they confine millions of animals in ungodly, cruel conditions so that they can have meat or pork or chickens and these animals, by the million, I think right now there's probably over 25 million confined animals in our watershed. They are doing what animals do, pooping and peeing in the, in the factory farm. And that has to go someplace. And there's no place for that to go other than take that. And it's in a liquid form. It's in pools at these farms. And they take this liquid and they spray it on fields to get rid of it. They have to get rid of it. it can't just sit there. But we're in a swamp area. We're called the Black Swamp. It's because we drain. So this stuff drains into eventually to our lake. And that causes the green slime, which can be poisonous. If it's a toxin, it's a toxin. It's microcystin, and it is poison. And that green is not only unsightly, it is dangerous. And so what we have been saying from the beginning is stop this agricultural practice called factory farms. And what have we done since the lake turned green? The Ohio Department of Agriculture, with the blessings of the politicians, has added 50 more, at least 50 more factory farms, maybe since the water crisis. Did they stop? Did they even have a moratorium? No. So how many more animals is that? 3.5 at least million animals added to the ones we already had still going to the bathroom and being dumped into the lake. Lake Erie is a toilet for the factory farms. And that's and that is really a, a health hazard, okay. uh, not only to the lake but but to us as well. Yes, it is. And as you know, you know, the, everyone made international news that we couldn't drink our water nine years ago today. Um, 
but through taxpayer dollars and a lot of smart people, we our water is safe now. But it hasn't done a thing for the lake or all the businesses that make money off of the lake. And honestly, I live on Lake Erie. I put up a sign every year, do not let your dogs get in this water. If your dog got into microcystin in that green slime, even now, you should take them to the vet because they could die. If we listen to you, it's a lot more toxic, those algal blooms, than uh, we had been led to believe. Well, you really don't have to listen to me. The science is there. And the scientists are saying the same thing. They're, they are saying that it's poisonous, it's dangerous, it's a toxin, and Sue Carter doesn't have to do anything but repeat what science has already said. So we know it's green, and we know it's dangerous, and we know it's there. Okay, Sue, give me a, a one, two, three, four step process that we should be taking right now to get our handle on this problem. Honestly, they have not found a way to clean the lake or to, I mean, they're, they're studying this all the time, study, study, study. Uh, no solution, but the first thing you do is stop the problem. Ban the factory farms. If you don't want to ban the factory farms, have a moratorium. Don't add any more. That's the problem is the source. The source is the factory farms, but yet no one's doing anything about that. So how can we ever find a way to clean this nasty stuff? They haven't. Obviously, if if they had, somebody would be making a million dollars and we would be doing it right now. And probably if they find a way to do that, the taxpayers will have to pay for it. So it's just not happening now, Lon. It's just not happening. So let's start by banning the process that puts that green stuff in our water. There's a lot of money in these factory farms and uh, yeah. you know, people may may squawk if if there's there's a tightening of their supply of meat, pork, poultry. Well, I like to remember when I was a little bit younger, where we could go to McDonald's and get a burger all the time. There was no factory farms. There were family farms and they raised cattle and that worked just fine. They raised chickens, they raised pigs. This is just a process where all those little farms were eaten up, taken over by a big corporation and the animals were all confined and we had meat then, we have meat now. Just how do you want to get it and what's the price you want to pay? What's the... Uh... What's the bottom line here? It's it's it seems that you're talking about profit, that money is really the talker here. Oh yeah. Ohio is a big agricultural state. We make lots of money with with agriculture and factory farms are big, you know, they Ohio Department of Agriculture is a big supporter of all our politicians. And you just don't talk like this. But you know. We feel on Lake Erie Advocates, we've just got to talk about it. So you, if you don't recognize it and don't say where the problem is, which politicians don't want to do, we'll, we'll do it. And other, other environmental organizations will do it. And that's why we have this campaign right now. And that's why we've existed very vigorously since this crisis. We meet, we go to schools and we educate. We have meetings with um, different organizations, show our slideshow, talk about this. We do press conferences, we do actions, we do protests. We'll just keep doing it. And honestly, what was interesting is when we first started, we went to the old West End and we had a we were part of their parade and we were talking about CAFOs and people were kind of looking around like, what's that? Every year we go there, people are cheering us and little kids are going, Why are they doing that to the animals? And no CAFOs and <laughs> people get it, not just because of us because of the problem that exists every summer. You use the term CAFO. 
It's called, well, yeah, it, it's a concentrated animal feeding operation. And that's a factory farm. They call it a farm. It's not. It's a factory for confined animals that are being <laughs> tortured and turned into meat for us and then producing manure and urine that goes into the lake. <laughs> but they're, the, the term that people use is CAFO. We're talking with Sue Carter from Lake Erie Advocates. Now, you've been in this activity for quite a while. You've pointed the finger at politicians saying they're they're not either they're not listening or they don't want to listen. But do you have any champions anywhere in state, local, federal government? I have I haven't found one and I don't think we've had anyone. They they obviously some politicians care about the issue, but they can't take take that risk to, I don't know, point the finger at big ag, uh, big agriculture. The, um, and no, we do not. Um, we don't. And so we'll just keep doing this until somebody steps up and says, uh, the emperor has no clothes. <laughs> you know, we got to call it what it is. It's a terrible mess caused by factory farms. Larson. We had a we had a great advocate named Nancy Larson, but she didn't win. She ran for for office and didn't win but she'll run again and maybe she will win and we'll have somebody on our side we're talking about a problem that is not just within the greater toledo area or northwest ohio though we were the ones that uh, had water you could not drink this really is a problem that spreads across the the lake i know that uh, people in cleveland worry about the algal blooms no one has it worse than we do. I mean, yes, this is a problem, an environmental problem for water all over the world, frankly, but we, we are uniquely positioned because our lake where we live is shallow and it's warmer and it's just a perfect little Petri dish for all this stuff to grow. Superior, like Superior, other places don't have something like this because they're deep and they're cold, but not us. We're, you know, Lake Erie is right here and you can see that it's shallow, it's it gets green and uh, we just love our lake and it's, we're just ruining it, you know, but that's the problem. We live in a swamp area. You know, this is the black swamp. It means water goes down, goes into the, it goes into our shallow little warm lake and turns green. If it's got, if it's got feces in it and it does. Someone listening. And I hope several people listening to us uh, would like to get involved with Lake Erie advocates or learn more. They can do what? Very simple. We have a really great um, website, Lake Erie Advocates, and on it is a, a great sl slideshow called um, The Third Battle for Lake Erie. And that is, you know, a, a slideshow with all this that we're talking about presented with scientific backing, all everything, everything's documented. And they can look at that and see if that rings a bell and they want to do something about it. And there's all sorts of ways to join us and you can get that on our website. And that's Lake Erie Advocates. Mm -hmm. org. Okay. Great. Sue, it's been great talking to you. Last word is yours if you'd like to uh, add. Uh, write, your write your politicians and tell them to clean up the lake. And look at our slideshow and get educated. I think once you once you want to delve into this, you're going to be angry and you want to want to get involved. The more the public pushes the politicians, maybe something can happen. It, you know, any change starts from the bottom up, and we're the bottom and we're pushing up. Sue Carter with Lake Erie Advocates. Please, Sue, stay in touch. This is an important issue as it really does concern the health of Lake Erie. To find out more, 
log on to lakeerieadvocates.org. I'm London Mitchell. Reach me through my website, londonmitchell.news, and please join us again next week as we continue staying in contact.